Hey everybody, it's your boy Garrett J. White, founder of Wake Up Warrior and CEO of DKW Styling. Welcome to Warrior on Fire Daily Fire Edition. Today's topic is this, the calm in the storm. Sit back, relax, and welcome to today's Daily Fire. So uh, yesterday I just finished up uh, the first day of a four-day event series. And as I got home last night, my wife was in a war with my children. And my daughters were not going to bed. It was like 9.45 or so, 9.35, 9.45. Kids were not in bed. Wife was, wife, my wife's five months pregnant right now. She was at the salon all day. I was running my event all day. So needless to say, conditions were not ideal. Stressed out mom, stressed out situation, just stressed out. So mom's on fire, lighting everybody up. Girls are on fire, lighting mom up. Everybody's on fire. There's like, there's just war. War is upon us, war is upon us, my friends. And inside of all that war came a decision. And the decision was, okay, how am I gonna show up here? Now I was already pretty tired from my day too. And I had just gotten off the phone with one of our new new hires, new employees uh, that works for our team, our new home manager. And I'd spent 30, 40 minutes with her on the phone. As I drove home last night, I was, I was starving. I was hungry. I hadn't eaten for like 12 hours. Like I was very, very hungry. And so I'm sitting there and I have a decision to make. And I walk upstairs and instead of getting engaged in the war, I actually just disengaged the war. Meaning I became calm. I became the immovable willow tree instead of the stiff, stiff fern that gets gets blown over in the hurricane. My, I mean, I get it. Sometimes my wife is the calm when, when I'm the storm. Actually, many times. And there, for whatever reason, I was in the calm and they were in the storm. And in that place, I had an opportunity to shift the entire energy of the room. So I came in. I got my little one crying. She's crying, saying, Mom is so rude. Older daughter is crying, saying, Mom is so rude. Under Older daughter, Bailey, is arguing back and forth with Danielle. Danielle's holding the dog. The da- dog's, like, sitting there going, Oh, my God, how did I sign up for all this? Ba- Danielle's getting fired up and yelling back at Bailey. And I'm sitting there going, Okay, how can I, how can I diffuse this whole situation? and accomplish the game. And I knew the context of the situation was mom was tired. Super tired. Like, so she'd been going all day. She'd been on her feet all day at the salon. She's five and a half months pregnant. Like, she's tired. Like, she normally is falling asleep 8, 30, 9 o'clock. I'm gone, not home until late from my event. So she's feeling stressed. I'm feeling stressed. Everybody's feeling stressed out. And so I have a decision to make. And in that place, I had to take in the gravity of the context of what was happening. And it wasn't about trying to make anybody in that situation wrong. It was about trying to bring to pass what I wanted. And what I wanted was calm and my wife to be able to go to bed and the kids to be able to feel happy going to bed. And for me to get spend some time with my children and be able to just shut it all down and let everybody just be on fire. So that was, that was the desire. That was what I was focused on. That's where I was going. And as I was sitting there in that space and actually making that happen, I started to watch this calm come across my children. And I watched the calm come across my wife. And the principle is this, you have far more power to lead than you understand. You have far more power to lead than you understand. You have far more power to lead than you understand. You, my friend, have far more power to lead than you understand. 
right? I, I think sometimes we sit back and we look at the relationships inside of our families or we look at the situations of the way that people are experiencing themselves at work or we look at the situation where people are experiencing themselves in the office or inside of our neighborhoods or inside of our churches and we sit back. We sit back for some reason and you've done this. You sit back and you don't lead. You allow a situation to escalate or you allow a situation to stay in chaos when you're the one whose energy could shift it all. Your joy, your happiness, your presence, your energy could shift the entire conversation. Your commitment, your passion, your excitement, your your fire, your intensity. If it was inserted into the conversation, could completely change it. It's you sitting in a meeting at the office and you don't say anything. Instead of inserting your, your opinion, instead of inserting your gift, you withhold it. So my question for you is this. Where in your world across body being balanced and business have you found yourself in the last week holding back the gift? And the gift is your gift of you inside of relationship with others to lead. Where is it? Now, I want you to pull out your warm-up and your weapon, a.k.a. journey your pen. I want you to write that area down. And then the second area with this is what is one thing you can do today to begin to insert yourself in a more passionate way to lead? Last night, it was me and my daughters and my wife. My question for you is where is yours going to be? My friend, what you just finished listening to is today's Daily Fire parable and our principle. Up next is the daily fuel, which is the connection of that fiery parable and principle to the actual production strategies of living the warrior's way found in the warrior book. So if you don't have a copy of the warrior book, well, guess what? Although this next daily fuel is going to be powerful, it won't be nearly as powerful if you don't have the tools and resources to follow along. I would encourage you to head to warriorbook.com and get that book shipped to you today. Man, woman, or child is going to help you either way. So, with or without the book, here we go. And welcome to this section known as the Daily Fuel. My friends, you have just heard the parable. And, well, the principle that comes from the calm and the storm. The principle is simple this. You have far more power to lead than you understand. You have far more power to lead then you understand. Now, to get after this, we're going to dive into the code. <clears throat> We've been on the code here for a few days now, three or four days actually, here in this segment of the Daily Fuel. Specifically, we're looking though at the code chapter 10, the summary. We're going to summarize our entire conversation here we're on page 130, chapter 10, summary, starting with a quote by St. Augustine. For some reason, every time I say that, I want to say St. Augustino. Bienvenido a St. Agostino. All right, anyways, here's the quote. Do you wish to rise? Begin by descending. You plan a tower that will pierce the clouds. Lay first the foundation of humility. Now, I want to look at these like two different statements. We've got the first part. Do you wish to rise? Begin by descending. You know, my daughter's like involved in track and field right now, and high jump is one of the elements of track and field. And high jump is interesting because in order for a high jumper on the J approach, I was, I was horrible at high jump. I was okay and like not very, actually I was not very good at all. Um, I, I competed in a few track meets in high school in it and I sucked. It was fun. I enjoyed it, but I was really not that good at it. But one of the things that's interesting about jumping is the fact that in order to go high, you have to actually go low. You have to actually compress or shrink yourself down. There's a flex in the knees, a compression, a coiling up of the body, and then an explosion up and over the bar. Now, same thing goes for jumping to dunk a basketball. 
jumping to catch a football, right? Jumping to touch the ceiling, jumping to grab a box way up high. Nonetheless, we're going to face the same situation every single time, which is there's actually a descent in order to ascend. Right, the reality inside of your world and my world too is that most of our, if you look and pattern your life and you look at it and you charted it with peaks and valleys, peaks and valleys, peaks and pits, peaks and pits, peaks and pits, and the valley in between these two peaks, which is always the pit. This means that the greatest learning that's ever happened in your entire life was preceded by an implosion. To go high, you've had to go low. And the reality is you have far more power to lead than you understand. And see, I'm going to have you consider that principle of the day, you have far more power to lead than you understand, is the entire process of the peak-to-pit experience. See, it's when you've been at a peak, you went to a pit, and then you rose yourself back up to another peak. It's inside of that journey of going from peak to pit and pit to peak that you inspire other human beings to experience the reality and truth of their lives. They see themselves in you. They see you as an example. They see you as a beacon. They see you as a lighthouse. They see you as a possibility to live and experience something at a level that, that arguably they have not been able to experience before. And so you sit and you experience and you move and you groove and you do your thing. Do you wish to, resi- do you wish to rise? Begin by descending. Now, the next part of the quote said, you plan a tower that will pierce the clouds Lay first the foundation of humility. What this means to me is this. You want to build a life that is far up in the sky. Okay, you want to build a life around the habit of lifestyle. You want to have it all in body, being, balance, and business. You want to take the core four and weaponize the fuck out of your life and create some big shit. Well, guess what it's going to take? It's going to acquire a foundation of humility in order to build a tower that will pierce the clouds. Now, to me, what I interpret this to be is the following. The humility I speak of is the humility that comes with being in the pit. It's the humility that comes with with doing shit that that you just don't like. It's the humility that comes with creating something that just is not ideal, which is the conditions of pain. It's the conditions of, of, of punishment of yourself by running into the pit, right? The humility comes in the pit. It's not at the peak. The peak itself only gets its power because you look back at the pit that you had before. If you look at the measurement of most human beings growing, Right? The only way that we know that we grew is because we can compare ourselves to where we were in the pit to where we are in the peak. And then we look back and we compare where we're at on this peak compared to where we were at on the peak previous. And so we experience this movement, this growth, this possibility of growing from peak to peak and from valley to valley or from pit to pit. And the humility factor of going low, descending into our pit, And in this case, with the code, being able to live in a place of truth and oftentimes having to face some very deep, very dark shit inside of us. This is not easy. It's not easy. It's not something powerful that that helps you understand. It's nothing like it's just it's a very, very simple game. When the game simply is this, how do you create a life that works you begin by descending. So we're going to take that phrase and we're going to look at this idea that you have far more power to lead than you understand. Understanding the power to lead comes from the peak-to-peak journey. And we're going to dive into a summary here of the game. We're going to start reading here in verse number one. The code is not something inside the brotherhood that simply sounds nice. It is not just a way of operating. It is the foundation of our game in living the warrior's way. It is the gasoline inside of our Ferrari, the fuel that allows us to continue to go. 
The code is the one thing that if you let go of it, nothing else matters. Nothing else you create will ever truly work at the level it could. It will always support you, lead you, and guide you to the place you need to be. The code itself is a light, a beacon in the darkness, and a lighthouse in the middle of the storm. The code will set you free into your humanity and unleash your divinity in ways you've never experienced before. So let's recap what it means to live by a code. What does it mean to be real? We have to be willing and have enough courage in our lives to look at the facts of our experience. It was difficult for you to be able to look at what is because of your stories around what is not, which is our good and bad or right and wrong or righteous and wicked. These checklists of fury and fire that we have built that say, this is okay and this is not okay. We said we're going to strip all that back inside the code. Being real, we're going to commit every single day to stop lying and start looking at the facts of who we are, where we've been and where we're going. What does this mean? Our facts link to feelings, which means that it's just as important to get our feelings out as it is to write down the facts. Feelings are either blinding us or empowering us to reach our full potential of having it all. My feelings are fuel and fire, which is either burning me to the ground or empowering and inspiring me to move forward, so they do matter. Being just as honest about my feelings and not lying about what I'm feeling is just as important about not lying about the facts. What does it mean to stay relevant? After we learn to be real, learning to be free is going to be require the facts to be on the table. Mixing the feelings and facts together become the sauce of focus or relevance. Without relevance comes for, fo- comes for coming from focus, my fire found within the confines of my raw and real conversation don't have much power unless it's been given some direction. My reactions would be random in nature, like an unmanned field fire, moving all around, focusing on whatever they choose to focus on, becoming all-consuming until we bring in relevancy. My relevancy, for the first time, brings focus. It takes all this fractured light that's all over the place and turns it into laser-focused energy that's being pushed out into the facts and the feelings. Here's what I want. Here's where I'm going. This is where I'm headed to. Without the facts and feelings lined up with the focus, there would be no outcome that could ultimately be created then all you would experience is the karmic cul-de-sac running around and nothing would ever change. Our lives would become nothing more than they are today, unless we have focus. The fourth and final piece of the code is results. Fruit. By their fruit, you shall know them. Amidst all the facts, feelings, and focus, our fruit is the only thing that truly matters. Conversations on being real, raw, and relevant all occur in order to show our ruthless commitment to the results. Feelings are going to betray us. Therefore, the commitment to the results is the only thing that can allow you to move forward from a land of living in the reasons to a life of living in results. We're now asking the right questions. Is it true what I'm feeling right now? What is it that I want? Is there another story that I could tell that would be more productive in helping me get what I want? How can I shift it? See, when you become a man who lives in the land of results, your fruit matters. Then this weird thing starts to happen. Your life becomes simpler. You start to realize there's a lot of shit out there in the form of stories especially inside your own head. The stories may continue to come up, but you've learned how to turn, adjust, and how to refocus them. Inside of that refocus, we're beginning to operate as one, harmonious heartbeat. This is your foundation inside of you as a warrior, a modern man learning to have it all. This heart gives you the ability to breathe and live, to expeditiously expand the possibilities of having it all, not as a fantasy, but as reality. How do we practically pull all this stuff off, though? How do we go about in this process? Inside this game called Warrior, we've searched long and far. I've read hundreds of books, hired literally over 50 different mentors, attended over 100 mastermind groups and various workshops over the past 15 years. 
Searching for answers to these questions, we've culminated down to three simple tools found in this game. One is the core four. The second is the stack. The third is the door. And the fourth is the game. Here we conclude the code. I'm going to simply give you an overview of each of them, letting me understand that these three simple tools, these four tools, will fucking matter to then. And you know what? I'm going to DJ off this, and we're going to, we're going to talk about a little something different here because this chapter itself has changed as version 2015. The new one comes out this year. Um, and specifically looking at this, in July 4th, we have the release of the first of four books, which is The Attack with the Stack. Um, and at the time you're listening to this, maybe Attack with the Stack is already available, but um, nonetheless, it's coming. If it's not, if you listen to the show before then, July 4th, Independence Day, the Attack with Stack book, as well as the Attack with Stack software, it's going to be an amazing launch. But that's one of the tools, arguably the most powerful tool that exists inside the armory, all right, of being a warrior, that exists inside the game of having it all, that exists inside of all of our events, of evolutions, experiences, digital, on demand, or live in person. It demands that a man have the courage to go to his pit. That's it. And inside of that pit to be able to deal with his feelings, to be able to deal with the truth about what's going on inside his own head, to deal with the truth of what's happening inside of his own heart, to be able to make decisions and to create and to move and to flow and to ebb and to go. And all of this driven by this one simple thing, which is a willingness to tell the truth. That's it. Like our principal day is really simple. You have far more power to lead than you understand. You have far more power to lead then you understand. Right? This, isn't, this isn't like a, a cliched statement. Like, do you understand the version of you right now, there's a version of you 24 months from now. A version of you that lives inside the truth, the version of you that hunts down the powerful possibility inside of your life of living purely in the facts. And that guy, and that gal, that person has the ability to create shit that you never even imagined. That individual strips away bullshit inside their relationships, strips away bullshit inside of their lives, strips away bullshit in the way that you deal with people, strips away bullshit in the way that you deal with, with those around you. It strips away the, the bullshit inside of your own mind, inside of your own heart. I had no idea. I had no idea how powerful I could become. Not in comparison to anyone else, but powerful just in comparison to myself. See, when we say the statement, simple principle from our parable today, you have far more power to lead than you understand. The person I'm actually talking about leading isn't anybody else. It's you. It's you. You know, I was raised in a Christian faith, and um, that one of the statements we constantly heard was, "How great would be thy joy if you could bring just one soul unto me?" That was a statement that my mom used with me. If you could, how great would be your joy? Scripture, she was quoting. How great would be or shall be your joy if you bring but one soul unto me? And how great would be your joy if you bring many? Right? And in Christianity, this is reference to bringing people to Jesus. But I'm going to have you consider that inside of this game, what we're really saying is bringing yourself back to a true deep connection with the voice and the truth inside of you. That you have far more power to lead yourself than you understand. And while everybody's trying to lead the world, well, everybody's trying to create stuff for everybody else. The truth is inside of yourself, the one person that you're looking to lead, the one person that you have to trust is you. And the code itself is a foundation for pulling this off. The code is a place where we begin. The code is a place where we, we continue to launch off 
into a place of possibility, into a life that matters, into a game that is created in a way that touches everyone's life. But you can't touch anybody's life if you haven't touched your own. You can't lead another person if you're all home alone. You can't take your wife, your children with you if you're stuck in a pit, stuck in a pit of your own issues. And so my challenge for you is to conclude the code here inside this section is to really choose to take this on. I can't force you and nobody else will, and nor will I. You've got a decision to choose to fly or die. And that begins with your commitment to the code and commitment to the facts and commitment to the game that we call here inside a warrior. The game itself we're going to begin to talk about, which is attacking with a stack. And so our final principle again today from this parable linked up into our code summary is you have far more power to lead than you understand. And the person you're truly learning to lead is you, you, my man. So you just finished the Daily Fuel. Now it's time for you to get access to the action guides, personalized, customized journaling, and association with others who listen to the Daily Fuel every day for free by heading to warrioronfire.com right now. That's right. Head to warrioronfire.com today and set up your free account inside of the Warrior Armory. On top of this, you know exactly what you also need to get, which is the new book, Warrior Book, found at warriorbook.com. That book, together with what you're doing inside the armory, well, it's going to take these daily fuels to a whole nother level. So get that account set up today at warrioronfire.com and get your book shipped your way by heading to warriorbook.com now.